0: We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. The Lindley Evans studio here at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome our panel. It's Tommy Dean, Beck Melrose and Vince Sorrenti. With the music, it's the Van Morrison tribute show, Van the Man. Hooray! Lovely five piece band coming up and our audience from Budgie Woy, Canberra, Cat Haberfield, Redfern and Warmerall. But first, here is the news from nowhere. Uh, The Barbie film opened last night, which is why I'm wearing Barbie pink. (laughs) But here's my problem. Why not a movie based on her Antipodean equivalent, who was called Little Tuppence? Back in the 1960s, in Australia, Little Tuppence really gave Barbie a run for her money. Barbie was introduced to Australia in 1964, quickly followed by a UK contender called Cindy. Did anyone have a Cindy? Yes. And then in 1965, by Little Tuppence, made by the New Zealand company Lincoln International. Now, a review of all three dolls in the magazine The Bulletin in September 1965 cheered on Little Tuppence for being the cheapest of the three, which I think any any parent can admire. All the same, Little Tuppence would make a great movie if only Margot Robbie would consider it, especially if you included her sidekick, who arrived in a red polka dot bikini and was said to be always keen to try a new outfit. Her name of course was Posing Penny. Penny. As the marketing put it, Little Tuppence and Posing Penny are the best of friends. They share everything, even their clothes. (laughs) That scene alone could beat anything the Barbie movie can deliver. Uh, In the era of globalisation, there's no longer much room for local dolls, local board games, local toys. But in the 60s and 70s, there was always room for a home version of an imported hit. There was Squatter, of course. Did people play Squatter? It was a version of Monopoly in which you buy up sheep stations and see how thoroughly you can overstock them. (laughs) The, The whole thing... It was propaganda for the National Party, demonstrating the difficulties faced by farmers. Every every chance card involves wild dogs killing many sheep, your boar drying up, or the election of the Albanese government. (laughs) Or there was TAA's... 1969, this is true. Travel around Australia game. TAA. Travel around Australia. The box describes the aim of the game. Players take a quest to travel around Australia to buy up the landing rights to its airports. This is true, I swear. Even if it does sound like a training course for Macquarie bank executives. <laughs> Presumably, after you bought up all the airports, you get PWC to sell them back to the government. <laughs> Or there's the Skippy game of 1970, in which players endeavour to be the first to get to the ranger headquarters. There's a regular chance to ask Skippy for directions to the ranger headquarters, which if the TV show is any guide, would involve Skippy going, (laughs) (laughs) while the players say, what's that, Skip? (laughs) Go five squares ahead and then turn right at the river. (laughs) Then we'll see the smugglers hiding in the cave. Is that right, Skip? Meanwhile, Little Tuppence and Posing Penny built their wardrobes with an outfit for every occasion, including a Bride of the Year Little Tuppence issued in 1966 with a white dress and a bouquet of plastic flowers. Beat that, Barbie! <laughs> that marriage with Posing, Pen- Posing Penny surely is the bridesmaid. <laughs> will be a surefire scene in the forthcoming Little Tuppence movie. Better still, Margot Robbie will be able to use her own lovely Australian accent as Little Tuppence invites all of America to throw another shrimp on the barbie. (laughs) And that's the news from nowhere. (laughs) Uh, Tommy Dean, Beck Milrose, Vince Serenti. Richard Glover. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, are you uh, up with this week's news? That's my question. Who, across it. who didn't find much wealth in the common? Well, this is exciting, isn't it? Like, I, I'm assuming
1: this is Sydney's favourite story at the moment.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, we just generally you know, get a chance to run down Melbourne, but when they just, like, splash it out, just put it right up there on the wall, here's the thing you can make fun of us for years. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Uh, What we're talking about, of course, is the Commonwealth Games, second only to every other sporting event in the world. So good. I couldn't be more excited for the Commonwealth Games. I love the Commonwealth Games out of all the games the most because I've always said this. It's a chance for Australia to feel what it's like to be America (laughs) in the Olympics. It's your own personal sporting gold rush. And it disappoints me that Victoria can't find the money. Um, so they're saying that what they they bid on the games, suggesting uh, that they could, you know, they could they could have done it for two billion, but uh, they did the numbers again. Seven and billion. It was seven billion, yeah. and they're not even sure about that. And I think they made a terrible mistake. I think they should have made this the Commonwealth Games of the people. Like, forget you. You don't even need any sporting venues. Just the runs. Like the hundred meter dash could have been from like one tram to another.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: They could have had a pacemaker. Uh, the 3,000 metres could have been through the Burke Street Mall, back around through Swanston Street, and ends <laughs> up at a cafe, and the winner has to shout everyone coffee. <laughs> good for I, business? Good for morale?
3: Absolutely.
1: Uh, the swimming could have been done in the Swan River. What fun that would have been.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all the swimming in the Swan River all the time. There would have been no problems at all. The world's,
0: the world's only upside down river, right?
1: Yeah, they could have done the... All dis- the sludge is on the top.
0: Yeah, they should have... <laughs>
1: They should have done the like all the discus and the javelin. Uh, they could have done that off of that uh, the uh, the edge. You know that really tall building that has a little part you can stand out on. Think of the records that would have been set. I,
2: I mean, they could bring the weightlifting into offices. I reckon there are pr- plenty of clean jerks in my office. I mean, <laughs> seems like the perfect place for it.
4: Well, I thought the news is even worse for Victorians, Richard, because I believe uh, Dan Andrews has now cancelled Christmas.
2: Oh, no. Uh,
4: too expensive. It was getting out of hand, you know, the price <laughs> of turkeys and travel and uh, getting all the family together. So uh, that's been put off. But we can do the games, the Commonwealth Games, a lot cheaper and it's a no-brainer. All we do is we have them at the same time as the Olympics. So imagine you've got the weightlifting ceremony, the medals are given out, mm-hmm. and then we go out the back <laughs> and we we just cross out everyone that's it's one of those rancid non commonwealth countries <laughs> So we eliminate Russia, China, USA, France, Germany, Israel, Norway, Mexico, Italy, Brazil, Japan, Peru, the Netherlands, Argentina, and Bulgaria. And guess what? Gold, silver, and bronze goes to Australia, Canada, and Scotland. I
2: love it. How,
4: How cheap would that be?
2: That's brilliant.
1: I think they should have taken a page out of COVID and done it by Zoom. Just cut all the international travel, cut down on the climate footprint. The, just TikTok,
4: have the TikTok games. The TikTok just, games. Just, just go out. Just and up, run. Just upload your running. Just and tell we'll, us. The, the fans will pick the best one yeah. and we'll, yeah. we'll email you a medal. I did it in nine seconds. <laughs> Job done, you win.
2: <laughs> They've lost me there. I've always thought of the Commonwealth Games as kind of like you imagine the Olympics is Kylie, the Commonwealth Games as Stani. Still brilliant, just not recognized in most countries. So it's it's <laughs> a little bit I think they could do something really interesting with the medals too. Because I don't know if anyone's uh, ever got a relative that does a thing Thing with the soap, where they just combine all the scraps of soap, I reckon they should. Yeah, the oh, members. you'd have
0: to be a pretty strange person to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you'd Real tight one, do that. Yeah. Uh, can't
4: imagine yeah. anyone. P- doing Pass me that. that rainbow cake over there. Yeah.
2: Why does this hair in my gold medal look like Richard Glover's? That's weird. They're uh, <laughs> quite hard to
0: press together. You know, it's, it's not simple. You have to get them soft and then press them together. And you I also mean, have to save them over a period of years.
2: Would you like a medal for doing it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've got them stored up at home in a jar next to the other jar which, which says pieces of string too short to use. <laughs> but one day it's going to come good somehow. I'm a piggybacker,
4: Richard. I stick the small used piece onto the fresh soak oh, cake yeah, yeah, yeah. and push that together.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good yeah. technique. Oh, I like yeah. that. Oh, so yes.
4: I'm a, a tight-ass from waving. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We use liquid soap, so I've just been adding water to the palm olive dispenser for about six months. It's great. It's basically water at this point. You guys
1: are amateurs. I go next door and ask to use their toilet. <laughs> I haven't bought soap or toilet paper for
0: a decade.
2: That's a world record. That's what good. do you think about
0: Dan Andrews, though, Beck? Do you think, uh, do you think he's, uh, he's done the right thing?
2: Yeah, I mean, who, do we really need a Commonwealth Games? Does anyone remember the last Commonwealth Games? Can anyone name where the last Commonwealth Games was? Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh, okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it was only in Birmingham that, because Dur- that, Durban yeah. uh, decided it was too expensive. That's right? right. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, th- I think it's a good decision. I mean, we need to save the money. It's the past the
4: parcel of international sport, isn't it? Uh, yeah,
2: but they could part. do you're
0: right, they could do it cheaper, right? 100 mm. metres, 80 metres. The. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Five lengths of the Olympic pool, two lengths of the suburban pool.
4: Think of of the records we break.
0: It's like
2: shrinkflation of sports. That's very... uh,
0: Exactly. Now, uh, from this week's news, who has said yes to mistruths, no to cleaning them up and okay to encouraging us all to vote? What's this about? Yes, no. Well, that is, that is about is, uh, is, is there any
4: truth in the uh, no or yes uh, propositions? So, okay, so, so the they put out, put out yeah. the
0: pamphlet, right?
4: And apparently, the uh, Electoral Commission doesn't really go into detail, doesn't judge. Hmm. You know, that's only I mean, in the advertising world hmm. they do,
0: but in really important stuff, they don't. So there's no judgment on mistruths or no fact checking. They, they say if, if, if there's a uh, spelling mistake, they won't correct, they don't even it. correct it, it, they just print whatever is given to them. That's an I mean, advertising you couldn't, dream,
2: isn't it? You couldn't it? do
0: that if you are you know, flogging loo paper, to, especially to Tommy.
4: Well, no. God. Well, I'm shocked Checking to hear that, that all advertising isn't true. I'm very <laughs> shocked to hear
0: that. I've always assumed that driving an SUV
4: would turn me into a rugged outdoorsman. <laughs> and, and, and those old posters, they tell you that uh, Resh's beer keeps you fit.
1: Oh, it does. <laughs> I ate Wheaties for a week and I have two Commonwealth gold myself. <laughs>
2: But- I think lies are, I mean, I'm liking lies. There's this movement at the moment, I don't know if you've heard about it, the radical honesty movement, where everyone's just telling the truth all the time. I thought I'd try it on for a day. I flew down to Melbourne for work and they said to me, you've got an emergency exit row. In the event of an emergency, are you willing and able to assist? And I thought, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to panic and everyone's going to go down with me. I think we need those little lies so to there keep really keep a society together. Because
0: that's a very dangerous idea. That oh, very dangerous. So how do you even have a date with somebody? You go, you go out with someone for a date and, and they say, uh, they say, oh, you know, that was fantastic. Do you want to go back to my place for coffee? And you're going to allowed to say that, right? You've got to say the truth. Do you want to come back to my place for some sort of awful sexual congress because I'm desperate?
4: <laughs> no, <You know? laughs> no, no, I don't want to come back. And if, they, if, if the restaurant bathroom had a big enough window, I wouldn't be sitting here. I'm going to be the first honest politician. So uh, <clears throat> if they were forced to tell the truth, hi, I'm Vince Sorrenti and I'm running for the federal seat of Blacksland. I don't really live in the area and <laughs> even driving through it gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I can't do anything about your power bills, even if I cared, which frankly I don't. <laughs> I do care about the cost of living, which is why I want to become a federal member and earn $200,000 a year. Please vote for me. It'll be great for my marriage. Vote <laughs> one.
0: Vince Serenity. Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. Final question from this week's news and then some fabulous music from the Van the Man tribute show. Who hates
2: Mondays? Who hates Mondays? This is the story of a TikTok trend. Now... I, those words I hope never have to come out of my mouth again. <laughs> a new story of a TikTok trend, but this is young people deciding that Mondays are no good at work, so they're calling them what is it it's like relaxed Mondays is ba- or something?
0: Bare minimum, bare Mondays. minimum Mondays. I mean, Lazy,
2: laziness, yeah. right? And I, I've worked in corporate. I know what it's like. I understand Mondays can be tough. You, you've got manic Monday. In my office, we had. Tim's back from Bali and he's got some problematic stories to tell you Tuesday and <laughs> where's my life headed Wednesday, thankless management Thursday and then usually tickle in the throat working from home Friday. <laughs> but the young people don't even want to go to work on a Monday. Yeah.
0: There is this trend for everything has to have vaguely rhyming names, doesn't it, in order to become a trend.
2: Yeah, TikTok's really not a place you want to spend a lot of time. The, the thing I'm seeing on TikTok at the moment, and I cannot explain it, if anyone can, I'd love to hear hear from you. They're rolling jars of things downstairs and seeing what explodes and what doesn't. I mean... That's I w- barely
0: Credible Tuesday, isn't it? Barely, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's what I was doing when I was doing tickle and throat work from home Fridays. But <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, you want to hope the future's safe, but... We're rolling jars of things downstairs on the internet. I don't know We're have in a lot good hands. hands
0: yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I,
3: I like Mondays.
4: Yes. I think like entertainers, I mean, we never work on a mon- Monday. Monday is kind of like our Sunday because you've had, you know, you've been. Get- digging over the weekend and, you know, Monday the phone doesn't ring, you can go to the beach, you can, you know, you can go for lunch, even though all the restaurants are closed, <laughs> yes. thank you very much. <laughs> and the best part well, see, is... you're already rude. doing bare minimum Mondays, please. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see all the non-talented people going to work. Yeah, <laughs> you've here. You? <laughs> Civilians. But I, I think there's a, there is a case in lifting people's spirits on a Monday and I, I think it should be illegal to say anything negative on a Monday, but you're not allowed to make anyone feel bad about themselves on a Monday. Like, I love your fake tan, looks fantastic... Wow, those jeans make your bum look tiny. <laughs>
0: and Richard, your show was amazing today. Thank God it's Monday. <laughs> Tommy, do you think these young people should have a good hard look at
1: themselves? Look, I, I, I think it's weird to formalise it, but uh, now that I've been in the workaday world for the last two years, I kind of sympathise <laughs> Um, like all the days have their feel. Um, Monday is actually the hardest day, not because it's the first day of the week, because I, have always called it, uh, makeup Monday, uh, because of all the stuff I didn't do the week before. (laughs) And now I really need to get it done today because we're talking about what happened last week. Uh, Tuesday is, uh, take it off Tuesday. Uh, that is just where I realize I'm never going to finish what I should have finished on Monday. And I will get to it on, well, it's Wednesday. Hump day. They they call it hump day, but it never happens, does it? No. (laughs) I've missed that. So
3: disappointing. (laughs) So disappointing. We
1: say, well, I've got some of it done. That might be good enough. And then Thursday, is that's more like the discovery day. Uh, Thursday is Thor's day uh, Where you realize You were definitely Under the hammer <laughs> And you were In very big trouble And then it's Friday And Friday is uh, Fracket Well you could be Thor from your hump <laughs> It's Friday But we work a, We work a seven day roster So I quite often Find myself at work On Saturday uh, Saturday is uh, Just uh, like, like Sweep it under the carpet <laughs> Saturday um, Sunday is my favorite because Sunday uh, we have a skeleton crew on Sunday if I work on a Sunday there's no managers uh, there's only one team leader and I call that sans pants Sunday <laughs> it <laughs> because does, it saves yeah. on laundry. Yeah. It's the most fiscally economical day of my week. Maybe Wednesday would work better as hump
0: day if
3: you'd flop yeah. around <laughs> the clothing.
4: What day would you buy, on what day would you buy a car that was manufactured on, sorry, on, what day would you buy a car that was manufactured on that, sorry. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, First I of off, you,
1: off, yeah.
4: you know, no, I know, it take
0: you're an easy to Monday and no one buys a, a lemons are made on Because no, no, they, they forgot they didn't bother putting the brakes in, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, no, I was just stunned by the fact you thought I could buy a car. <laughs> Uh, We have Tommy Dean, Beck Melrose and Vince Sorrenti with us. Now, according to a poll this week, 75% of people claim to return their shopping trolley to the designated spot, but only 60% of people actually do it. What are the other things about which people claim to be model citizens, despite in reality falling rather short? Tommy Dean.
1: Uh, Let's have a look here. Probably everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've put down here kindness, empathy, customer service, charity, <laughs> driving, parallel parking, budgeting, cleaning, uh, being nice, uh, your ability to cook pasta sauce. So many people lie about that. Everybody thinks they can make carbonara, but they can't.
4: That's, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I agree Tommy. with you. Agreeing with me, people. You've got no idea about how to make good
0: pasta. No, you just get bacon and egg and chuck it in pasta. Oh! Oh!
4: <laughs> don't, don't say the C word. Don't say cream. Don't say cream.
0: And then you throw a bit of glue <laughs> a bit of cream in.
1: Uh, I, I don't even know why this is the indicator. I, I've long argued trolley neutrality is my goal. Like I want Wherever I get my trolley from, but I'm not saying I take it back to where they want it to be. I take it back to where I got it from. That was my mother's advice. Put it back where you found it. I mean, if you put it back
0: where you found it, you've, yeah. met, the, you've met the... So if you fetch it out of the canal, you yeah, put it back there? Put it there. Back right back there, <laughs> there, wherever
1: it was. That's if it, it, was, it was, was wedged in between two cars, I wedge it right back in there.
2: I want the same thing to apply to... You know when you're walking down an aisle and you just see a pork chop in the laundry aisle? And you think, at what point... Did you have a pork chop in your shopping and you went, oh, I've got to ditch this immediately. I don't understand that. Put it back in the meat section. Yeah. <laughs> you know one thing you did miss though, Tommy? I think going to your neighbor's house and using their toilet and toilet paper and supplies should probably be on your list as well.
1: What? I, I do it 75% of the time.
2: Okay. I think 60% of the time you're doing it. 15% leeway there.
0: Well, you're <laughs> suggesting that they're home. <laughs> Vince or any, what uh, what else do people lie about?
4: Well, I might throw this out to the audience. Now, for those who are only listening to this, there's a bunch of ABC nerds in the room here don't I? <laughs> so this question might not apply, but uh, how many of you actually searched for porn on the internet? Not one hand went in the air. Yeah.
2: Everyone's looking for cameras.
4: <laughs> I was reading the other day that 25% of all searches on the internet are for porn oh,
0: no, for and The it, other absolutely. 75% are How do I make carbonara without bits getting <laughs> angry And that 4% of the
4: entire internet mm. Is porn Oh yeah I mean, That strikes me as low <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not 4% <laughs> yeah. Come on they yeah.
1: are
0: not trying hard enough Get to it porn <laughs> industry They say the only cleaning searches. men do Is for their internet history Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah so, uh, they yeah, lie Searching for porn oh, People yeah. are lying yeah. Lying, oh, they're so lying They're lying mm-hmm. How do you make carbonara, Vince? Well, how, well, first of all I just think this show should be educational Yeah, really yeah. You
4: know. Well, look the first, first mistake everyone makes is they use pancetta or bacon. Fools.
1: Fools.
4: <gasps> <gasps> really? Guanciale.
1: Guanciale. The cheek of the pig. The jowl pig. of the and pig. And if you
4: okay. like the authentic taste of real pork fat, and who doesn't, mm. <laughs> you've got to have the jowl. You've got to have that cheek. Mm. It's just really sort of, it's got a porky, it's pork, it's pork squared, if I can apply a mathematical <laughs> formula to it. Then you, you slice that. Well, I, I, I have it in little strips, so I put it in. I, I, I sort of cube it, and I cut those into strips. You're using a Sorrenti knife, and then with I, I put a yes, with, <laughs> oh, the, with oh, absolutely that sharp Sorrenti sharp, as examined by Frank Sorrenti. Hello, Dad. Mm. <laughs> so um, call them strips, they'll
1: so call them batons.
4: Little bit of oil in the pan. Little bit, just a bit of oil, just to get it get the frying started, and then you crisp those up. Okay, you crisp those up, you got a whole bunch, you put them to one side. Then you get your eggs and I will put in, for every three eggs I'll put in an extra yolk. Mm. Okay, so you've got three whole eggs, one yolk. Then I will...
0: Uh, no wonder this takes up 75% of the internet. <laughs> then,
4: then I will add pecorino cheese, all right? Uh, uh, quite a, you need quite a lot of cheese and plenty of uh, black pepper cracked mm-hmm. freshly onto that. Then Just I, to be clear, for four eggs
1: I would be happy with about 150 grams.
4: Yeah, that's Love a cheese. lot of cheese That's it's a lot of cheese I yeah, yeah.
1: split it between Parmesan and Pecorino Yeah, knock yourself
4: yeah. out Romano even is, yeah. is nice <laughs> um, <laughs> Then I would add some uh, – I would start, by the way, the, the bucatini are oh, already on the bucatini. boil. That yeah. was the first thing I – sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you want that
1: from a brass cut die.
4: Of course. Yeah. With the rough edges yeah. over the pasta. Don't be fooled. Then I would take some of that pasta water and I would add it to my uh, egg and cheese mm. mixture. To well, temper it. And how then, much? And table, about a third table. of cup. Uh, Half a cup. Yeah. To start. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And I would uh, stir that until that kind of forms a sort of a mm. bit of a – Vigorously oh, agitate. Like, like, like a paste almost, right? <laughs> then you add the pasta straight into that mm. and then you stir that. Keep stirring the whole vigorously time.
1: Vigorously agitate.
4: And uh, then you add your, uh, your crispy guanciale on top of that and then you go into a, into a sort of nirvana, a bliss, mm. <laughs>
0: once you take that first mouthful. Ah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, extra black uh, pepper over the top. It's a shame that the whole audience has fallen into a slumber. but. You know. <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel like we need to hold up either a tomato or a capsicum at this point. Whose recipe do you like more? I might go home and have a pie.
0: Um, (laughs) Now, uh, are you ready for the Wheel of Death, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) On the uh, the Wheel of Death, the topics provided by our lovely audience here are red wine, siblings, gold, snooty, cricket, green cheese. No, not green cheese. Green, then cheese. uh, Weekends, is it? Uh, Fungus, wham, pasta, barbie, Daffodil and Ken, which one's fill you full of fear? Tommy Dean. Ken, because you feel you
1: can't measure up. I just, so, I cannot. I feel, I feel like he's just the man I've always wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he always had the accessories. What? what? No, no, the genitals. accessories that put me off. It <laughs> just, like he never, you never had any idea what Ken actually did, and yet he would just rock up in a in a Corvette. What's
0: paying for that Corvette?
1: I don't know, I don't know how he did it. Like the the suggestion seemed to be that he had somehow been
4: involved in a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> he <laughs> might have been a kept man, I think.
1: That's what, that's what I couldn't work out because Barbie was so independent. Surely she wouldn't fall for that. But Ken had it sweet. Again, I have Barbie, to say,
0: Barbie didn't. Barbie was wealthy with her own garage and all that sort of stuff. Well, she had, she but, and had she
1: a dream learned, she I mean, I can see why he was drawn to it. Yeah. How mm. was she making money? Yeah. How was she making money? No
0: one knows. <laughs> it is so weird. She had so My many jobs.
2: Is. She had a million jobs. I don't think Barbie's the problem. It's Ken. <laughs> oh, because she was. Barbie's a, done everything. She was an
0: air hostess and a surgeon and an oh, astronaut. Oh, she's Anna. been to yeah.
2: space. She's yeah. had. She was a pooper scooper, Barbie. She's been uh, ice cream salesperson. Barbie's done plenty of work. Yes.
0: And that. It's difficult with those
2: feet. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: she did everything that Ken did but backwards and with very weird feet. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> let's hope Ken doesn't come up when we spin the wheel. Round and round and round it goes. Where Never it stops, it. no one knows. Today's topic for Tommy Dean on the Wheel of Death is... Crickets. Crickets. Oh. Cricket. Oh. Oh. Cricket. Who wow. suggested cricket? To an American, this will be good. cricket. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cricket, thank you.
4: There's one medal you're never going to get.
1: <laughs> yes, it's true.
4: <laughs>
0: what so do you mean true. it's a
4: draw? They've been playing for five days.
1: <laughs> it is five days. It's five long days. Look, I've turned around. I mean, I mean, I agree. These are the attitudes I had when I first came here. I was deeply offended um, by the idea of cricket. Uh, it just seemed like a lot here, a little because I come from a baseball background. Baseball clearly is inspired uh, by cricket. And it feels like, um, and again, this is an old attitude, just so we're clear. It felt like we had uh, taken a game that had been stuck in time <laughs> and evolved it.
4: Yeah, no, 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 that's not, the, the truth is you just wanted to have your own version of, you got know, baseball, rugby's not good enough for you, you had to have American football, I mean. Yeah, I agree, what, that's what I'm saying, I so be inspired by so it, but can, in all cases
1: we made it a little faster, and a little, I just felt like. You like, just start wanted with to be the, the
4: world champion at something that no one else plays. Yeah, but like, let's start <laughs> with the bat, it just felt like, it just felt
1: like you couldn't make a bat, like you cut the log in half and you went, oh, I, can't, I don't know what to do now. Like you, like you, didn't have a lathe. We use more.
4: If only of the you had wood. a wood turner. We you are more made a sustainable. Bat. We use more of the wood in the in, the, in but the. But then it bat. was like you couldn't even get the ball past the
1: bat. Guys last are batting for eight hours. Like give another guy a go. <laughs> and,
4: and, and then you build this. What st- is
1: it, England? That you want everything for yourself?
4: You, you build a stupid mound for the pitcher to stand on. are you just get tall a taller guy to throw the ball?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will concede the pitcher's hill. Nobody in baseball understands the pitcher's mound. Yeah,
4: I don't get that. What is that? Nobody knows. No, no, no.
1: Are there
2: rules it, around it? Yeah. Like oh, there's, oh,
1: there's rules. Oh, there's, there's groundskeepers. We have, there's a very, I don't know what they are, but there's a very specific measurement. The measurement from the pitcher's mound to home plate is the same as the wicket. We kept the math. I don't know why we put up the hill. I'm guessing we put up the hill because we thought the slight advantage that extra height gave would make up for getting a guy to walk all the way to the fence before he
4: came back with the ball (laughs) so we could play. Thank you, Fast Bowler. I I must admit, your is it a field, a baseball, uh, uh, what's the, what's the stadium called? The, no. Well, we call it a diamond. Yeah, the, that's the, diamond. the actual, but the whole stadium thing, they're all exactly the same shape. Right? They are all not exactly the oh, same is that? shape. Oh, I didn't know that. no, no ours are all, we're, we're all over the shop. You know, we're all over the shop some too. Boundaries borrow are that short, as well. Some, some, every
1: stadium has what's called house rules. Right. Uh, you know, because of various ways the outfield fences jut into play and uh, like Astrodomes, if the ball hits the scaffolding on the yeah, roof.
4: And, and the other thing, you, know, you wear these gloves, why don't you get a guy with bigger Hands. <laughs>
1: I agree. The gloves take yeah, some of the yeah, fun. You got,
4: you got mounds, you got big hands. What's, what's going on with you guys? The
1: yeah. gloves do take some of you the fun. You really
4: want to win a medal, don't you?
1: We really do want to win. Not only do we want to win a medal, we want to win the medal of the world. And that's why we made
4: the whole thing about the world. I, I will say in baseball, def- you, you, you play a lot of games. A game just goes for one day. That's terrific. I do like mm. that. I like getting a result on that. But, look, in a season, a team would play like 160 games, is that right? 162. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal.
1: And that's just to get and to the playoffs.
4: Do people have jobs over there, or do they
1: just go watch <laughs> baseball games? I don't know. That's what's been a great myth. We actually think that America's unemployment rate would be higher if we didn't have baseball. <laughs> There's a lot of people not getting counted. <laughs>
4: I tell you what—the <laughs> the food at but I keep going back to food. But The food at baseball games. I tell you, mm, you if you like fine food, you're sitting up in this stands, mm. and a guy will come along, come along, and he's got this like uh, this tank on his back full of hot cheese oh. for you, t- and it, mm. he'll, he'll pull out a bunch of like uh, like a basket full of uh, corn chips, mm. and he'll squirt out, like, like out of a out of a like a gun. He'll squirt that. Yeah, and, and you know they're only
0: using the finest cheese. Oh, the best <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Yeah,
2: there's no Romano in that tank, yeah. I don't think.
0: Okay, Can we go back to cricket? You implied, Tommy, that actually your views have changed on cricket. Oh, my views have changed uh, because of the fact of that like, baseball was where I
1: started, but I felt that after a while, maybe three days, like I remember the clear moment when I realized cricket was superior to baseball, is I was watching a test, and I was trying to understand why Australian men love this game. And my wife came in to the room, and she said, uh, Tommy, could you come out and help me with the gardening And I said, yes. Yes, I will help you as soon as this test is
0: over. (laughs) Thank God it's Friday with Richard Lala.
1: Five days off.
0: (laughs) Does he die? This this country makes sense. Does he die or does he live?
1: He definitely lives. Just for fun. You know that thing that washed up on the WA beach? yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought for a moment when I first saw the picture, it was the cheese dispenser.
3: (laughs)
0: Uh, We have Tommy Dean, Beck Melrose, Vince Sorrenti, and our lovely audience. Thank you for coming. And if you're listening to this, uh, please book yourself in and come uh, to Thank God It's Friday sometime in the next few weeks. We've got our live audience back, which we're enjoying so much, uh, and you can be part of it. Tickets are free. You just need to Google ABC TJF and you'll find the page with all the previous uh, editions and a link to book your free tickets. Now, on the BBC News service, newsreader Ben Thompson this week struggled to read the news about the capture of the longest ever recorded Burmese python The trouble was he has a snake phobia, so he had to use his script to block out the images as he read from the teleprompter
2: about this very scary thing.
0: (laughs) What's the news you'd struggle to deliver and how would it sound? Big Mill rise.
2: I think I'd struggle to deliver the weather. And this is because on my weather app, I don't know if you knew you could do this, but you can actually go in and custom add cities from around the world. So I've gone in and added cities with rude or funny names and I'm very immature. I think if I had to deliver the weather, I would very, very much struggle. Every time I look at my phone and sexy lay boys pops up, I have a giggle. What's it called? <laughs> sexy ones? I've is got sexy place? lay boys. It's a place. Where is that? I have no idea, but it looks like they're. I oh, my, what, Google that. The weather is fine. They're having a good time.
0: <laughs> Google that and right. the amount of pornography on the yeah. web will go yeah. up.
2: <laughs> Maybe I'm the 25% wow. of searchers. That might be my problem that I'm doing this. There's a place called Rude as well. There's a lot of places on my phone I can't say at five o'clock on the ABC. I'll bet
4: it's hot in Rue.
2: <laughs> I bet it is hot. Very, very hot. I'm also tickled by this place. There's, we've obviously got Hen and Chicken Bay in Sydney, but there's also a place called Egg and Bacon Bay, which I just imagine yeah. is like the pessimistic uh, counter to Hen and Chicken Bay.
0: But there's some there's some weirdo like you in in a Sexy leg who's putting in Rooty Hill, right? Yeah, totally,
2: <laughs> and totally. Saying to all our friends, there's a place in Sydney, it's called Rooty Hill. And the weather's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I highly recommend it. Go home and just give it a go. Put in some, and, and it'll just give you a little bit of joy every time you look at the weather and it's miserable outside. It's great,
0: Vince. Vince what uh, you know? What what's the news you'd, you'd struggle to read? I would have struggled. This is a
4: true story. This happened uh, in August last year. So I'll try and read it if I was the So uh, So <clears throat> Chanel Harris-Tavita, a player from the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Played for 45 minutes today with a ruptured testicle. (laughs) Uh, Surely no one can question his commitment (laughs) and determination. Uh, Is this why gone (laughs) testes one-two.
0: Tommy Dean, what's the news you'd struggle to read? Probably all of them. But... I mean, only because like, I, don't,
1: I don't have any phobias that I can think of. I can't think of like a news story or a vision that would necessarily put me off. But
0: I think that uh, people... Somebody making carbonara with bacon. Oh,
1: <laughs> put me off. But I think people are well aware of my lack of preparation, uh, generally speaking. Uh, so I think the problem I would have with any news story, and they'd be like, oh, we got breaking news today. Uh, 18 uh, Republican attorney generals uh, have signed a letter to Joseph Biden uh, suggesting they want to uh, ban abortion. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh come on! Eighteen
3: of them? <laughs>
4: They're idiots. What are you idiots doing? Yeah. And they found cocaine in the White <laughs> yeah, House. Cocaine in the White House? <laughs> <laughs> Who leaves it behind? <laughs> do it, you fools. Just do the cocaine. And get on with the business of politicking. I didn't think that Joe gets around. He's pretty old. Isn't he? <laughs>
2: I think it's going to help He's our got ratings. A lot of I don't think bring it in.
0: Uh, now, the the French are introducing a voucher that gives people a financial. Are they
2: nuts? <laughs> I want to download this new service. <laughs>
0: okay, here's the here's the deal. If you're in France uh, and you want to fix, fix your boots or your your pants or a piece of clothing, they'll actually the government will throw in part of the cash instead of uh, to encourage you not to throw the article into the bin. So repair or discard. When have you tried to? What have you tried to fix and what have you given up on fixing? Vince Lorenti.
4: I love fixing stuff. I'm all – the French uh, fantastic for doing this because no one fixes stuff anymore. It goes straight into a landfill and we all go to hell in a a handbag.
0: This has nothing to do with the fact that you and I – both tight wads. Good, good with, well, yeah. it's We're environment. <laughs> we're never very large part.
4: It's, but no, it's, it's for actually, environmental reasons, it's right? It's actually, uh, It's ridiculously expensive to try and fix stuff. It really is. Mm. It, I mean, you can't find any... Our, our, we had a broken toaster recently, like a... And the, you know... You, just just the cancel button was broken. Well, yeah. You ring up sort of Breville or whoever it was and hey, listen, I'd like a cancel button for my yeah. toast. Yeah, that's $180. Oh. It's coming out from Germany. It'll be seven weeks. So, why don't you buy a new toaster? They're $35. Oh. So, but that, if that's... you stop
0: trying to cook beef, uh, pig cheeks in it. Yeah, that's
4: it. <laughs> but the guanciale had to be crisp.
0: Then <laughs> <laughs> why are you cancelling toast? What have you got against toast? <laughs> What what has it done to offend you? Just let it be toast, man. (laughs) Uh. Toasters are so weird, you know, and I kind of understand why this is so, but they always undercook the first slice and then burn the second Mm. slice, right? Oh, you can't get it wrong. And and I understand why that is because it hasn't warmed up to begin with and then it's overwarmed with it. But all the same, whenever whenever people talk about self-drive cars, I always think, I'm not going to get into a self-drive car manufactured by a species who are unable to make a toaster that works.
2: Yeah.
1: That's very I'm not going to get into a self-drive car because it was programmed by a guy that I'm pretty sure can't drive. (laughs) That's the problem. I don't trust humanity as drivers. Yeah. And if they're programming the cars to drive the way they should be driven, they just don't even know the answer. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I and worried. if
1: the self-drive car doesn't even have a toaster to distract me, <laughs> I'm not interested.
4: Yeah. I'd love to be in a self-drive car and pull up with the lights and just, just look back at people.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just be sitting in the back yeah, seat. Uh, yeah, eating having toast. Have a fine day. Yeah. Are you into fixing stuff, back or throwing it away?
2: Oh, look, I, I really think we should be fixing stuff, but I just think it's it's difficult, right? Like, you've probably heard that art uh, of fixing, the Japanese art of fixing broken pottery, Kintsugi, mm. I think it's called, where you you Break something and you repair it with gold. When you split your pants, it doesn't work that way. You're just drawing attention to an area that should not be looked at between nine and five. It never works for me. Filling cracks with gold doesn't work with clothes.
4: Our family, we've... Uh, you know, you're cracking. We're constantly cracking screens on sort of iPads and phones and, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. Every time you go to Asia, you can get that stuff fixed for like... Really cheap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they. Cause, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's the labor here or the or the parts or whatever, but like we just have a bag full of like broken iPhones <laughs> and iPads <laughs> and even computers, and they just you get the whole lot done for like thirty bucks. It's fantastic. Why can't we do that instead of just
0: you know Apple would just give you a new phone if your phone's sort of uh, twelve months old. Well, Toaster's literally cost seven dollars in one of the big a, 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 all the yeah. electronic yeah. equipment. I won't uh, advertise the, the, the brand, but in one of the big <laughs> department stores, you get all the electronic gear. So the toaster, mm. the jug, uh, the the, uh, the sandwich, mate, it's all seven bucks. And you think, how can it be seven bucks? I know you're meant to, in a cost-of-living crisis, you're meant to complain about everything being too expensive and most things are too expensive. But at that point you think, that's too cheap. Yeah. That's not enough. And, Charging
4: more. And stuff is designed to be thrown away. Like I've, I've got a recent model car with a very elaborate sort of like rear light and, and one of the lights went out, the brake light went out. So, I mean, this took me an entire day. You've got to have like telescopic arms and sort of be able to <laughs> bend them backwards to unscrew some of these <laughs> bolts to, to get – the whole thing comes out – the whole thing is one unit. You can't replace a lamp for the brake light. The whole thing, which costs like 1,800 bucks or whatever it is, is got to be replaced. That's just enormously wasteful for mine. I mean, that whole thing, which would weigh like 10 kilos, has yeah, to go in yeah. all, into a bin.
1: Yeah, we vote for the French. What about you, Tommy? Look, I like, I like, uh, I like duct tape as much as the next guy.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's an amazing product. Huh? Uh, duct tape has saved almost everything in my entire life. Um, cords cords got a little bit of a fray to it electrical duct tape still happy to plug it in uh, toaster on a little bit on the fritz A little jack panel duct tape uh, I once accidentally broke an entire windscreen in my car uh, you know just duct tape kept the weather out <laughs> so I could eventually uh, a lot of people we saved heaps of money um, on babysitting <laughs>
3: I'm all for it was what I'm saying
0: Keeps the kids quiet So, too. Quiet. <laughs> so quiet Who were who the winners and losers of this week? Beck Milrose
2: I think the winners of this week were all of the cities that uh, said no to the Commonwealth Games uh, and got to tease Melbourne for a little oh, while, which was so wonderful. Good. It so was a great good. feeling. It always is good to feel smug, isn't it? And, of course, the losers are poor Melbourne, who are all being ragged on by every other state in the country at the moment. <laughs> Sorry, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. And,
0: so, and what idiots, because now they can spend $7 billion on their schools yeah. and
2: hospitals. <laughs> Do you know how many toasters they're going to be able to buy? <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: Vince, who were the winners and losers uh, of this week? Winner,
4: variety in cinema. I mean, the same weekend, Barbie mm. and Oppenheimer I mean, like, where do they intersect? I mean, nowhere that's, <laughs> uh, that's, that, I think that's great Because so, so many of the movies you go to these are just all the same you know, All the Bond ones, mm-hmm. all the mission They're all the same All the Marvel and Everything, everything seems the same But this is different Barbie, which I'm I'm assuming is weird as all mm. And uh, Oppenheimer, I can't wait to see I the don't lose- know how
1: that ends though, don't ruin it
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boom uh, The loser are the Wallabies I mean, it's, uh, that loss to Argentina It is just so hard to admit that we are a second-rate rugby nation
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tommy Well, on happier
1: news, I would say the winner is, of course, the Matildas uh, yes. what, a, what, a, what a night that was uh, I thought the losers were the were the commentary guys, and uh clearly the one the one that made the terrible blunder uh, where he you know somehow suggested that a uh, a woman who has given birth to a child might have uh, dimmed her competitive spirit. <laughs>
0: And he said, isn't it wonderful to see that despite motherhood, she's still a fierce player on the. Yeah, that was clearly. It, yeah, so, old women, school mothers are not competitive. Has he ever met one? Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. And, and he's a soccer, soccer moms, especially. Yeah, <laughs> especially. Yeah, exactly. have, you seen,
0: have you seen them on the sideline? They'd rip your throat out if you criticized their child. Yeah. But more than that,
1: I thought, I thought they focused way too much on Sam Kerr not being in Sam Kerr not being in the squad because of an injury uh was definitely a story. But they like the whole game, they just wouldn't let it go. You know even the way they were calling the play. All right, Australia got the ball uh on the fullback, uh not Sam Kerr uh (laughs) passing it up. (laughs) to Not Sam Kerr who delivers an excellent long ball yeah. to Not Sam Kerr uh, who heads it uh, who was that that headed Not Sam Kerr and let's cross to Sam Kerr not reacting again yeah, not reacting uh, 60th minute all oh, the coaches making some big changes bringing on Not Sam Kerr and Not Sam Kerr is coming off what a game we have before us
0: uh, did we mention Not
1: Sam Kerr <laughs>
0: please thank Tommy Dean Beck Melrose Vince a band fan the man and our live audience thank you for coming Thank you for being part of Thank God It's Friday. Remember, you can book your free tickets online if you want to be part of all of this. TGIF ABC will get you there. Next week, Will Anderson, Gene Kitson and Tommy Dean. Music from the Sydney singer and songwriter Ainsie Farrell. Until then, I'm Rich Glover. Rest in pink. Barbie Day. Thank God It's
3: Friday!